Hey, good evening, and welcome back to Mindset Explosion, Season 4, Episode 18. Uh, joined tonight by the lovely Lucy uh, Moat, and we are talking about methods that drive results. I'm looking forward to the, uh, uh, speaking to you, Lucy, because we just had a great chat, and I, I just really admire how you started out in business, the reasons behind it, maybe some of the things that you was going through, and having a great year last year. And I know you got big plans with a wedding coming up, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, thanks for having me. No, my pleasure. And um, I, I'm, as I said before, we come on out. Quite envious about your lighting. It's all nice and bright. Okay, I need to sort myself out. <laughs> well, it's lucky as well because it isn't chucking it down for once. You know, we've managed to get a sunny oh, yeah. spell this afternoon. Oh yeah, good. It was, it was a bit on and off, wasn't it today? Oh, it's so. been weird. <laughs> so, um, Lucy, you started your own business uh, 2018, mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like you're um, you're really ready to upscale. You, you're at a, you know some a great place to be. Um, but like, how did you make that decision? Or you know, tell us a bit more about your business first of all. Uh, so I run a content marketing consultancy in Norwich. Uh, so I help people with their website content, their blogs. Uh, brochures, social media PR, that kind of thing. So what I'd say is my specialism is anything to do with words um, and I can help with other aspects as well, sort of and, and advise on other aspects of marketing. Um, I made the decision, so I started out as an editor. So my initial um, career was working in magazines and things um, and moved sideways and sort of been in-house agency side on and off throughout my career um, and was working in-house and sort of realized I missed the variety of um, working at an agency. Um, and sort of made the decision actually that I also, I guess I'm quite ambitious and quite entrepreneurial and really wanted to, to have something of my own and thought, well, why not try it? And uh, yeah, hand him a notice in. Yeah. The rest is kind of history, as they say. Yeah. Um, and so before we came on air, you, you, you kind of talked about um, like maybe the, the career path. It, it, it was almost... It was in your control, but in some respects, maybe you felt like it wasn't. So was that kind of a big part of making that decision? Yeah, I sort of felt like I hit a bit of a ceiling. I mentioned to you as I felt like I was struggling to to make take the next step in my career for some reason and sort of applying for jobs or um, sort of acting up and, and being a marketing manager and, and and, and doing the role but not actually being promoted to it or um or being able to get the job elsewhere so I, part of the reason I made the decision to start my own company was actually to sort of almost break my own glass ceiling and, and go and be my own boss and run a company in the way that I, I kind of wanted to and have the freedom over how I worked where I worked and who actually I work with and working with companies who I whose values I feel align with my own yeah and uh was that is it something you've kind of been thinking about for a long time or is it like, because sometimes it can be a bit of an overnight decision, but it, you know. It's so it's funny. It's, um, when I was a kid, I always dreamed of either being like a magazine editor and working on this big magazine um, and then sort of grew up um, and realized it's kind of difficult to do that. Um, but I had a period of about three months uh, in, I think it's 2016 where I was freelance. I, I sort of just, made the decision and then almost chickened out on it. I sort of did three months and then I got offered a job and went, oh great, I'll do that. Um, and, and went <laughs> off and did it. And then I feel like over the course of the next sort of year, I, it dawned on me how much I had enjoyed being my own boss. 
um and how again like how much freedom I had and and that kind of thing so it became uh yeah it was it became a bit of a gradual dawning over the course of sort of a year 18 months and then it was almost sort of exactly to the two-year mark when I resigned right I, I tried two years back and like working for somebody else and realized that actually it really doesn't work for me yeah yeah did it make uh, in terms of happiness how was that was it affecting that at all yeah, I mean, I've struggled off and on sort of my entire life with sort of depression um, and, and a bit of anxiety. Um, and I found that I think the lack of control, also I was doing quite a lot. Um, I was studying for a diploma. I was working out a lot um, and doing a nine to five. And I just really wanted the flexibility to be able to do things in my own time and under my own steam or, or even work remotely. And I think the lack of control sort of started to take its toll on me a bit and I was I was quite down by the time I made the decision um and, and actually had been to see a doctor um to, to get some medication at that point um because I was quite down and and felt out of control with what was happening I I've um I've been through well I may not be obvious but I've been through depression myself and mm. actually um when I bought um my my studio at the time or bought the share out of it uh, that, that was there um I was going for similar things and talking, I, I, I guess I'm around a lot more entrepreneurs now, a lot more business owners and say what I was, you know, back then. And mm -hmm. the thing is, I think I, and I've seen it this week and I spoke about it a little bit that um, in terms of mindset, you know, our mindset is great because we know exactly what we want. Um, and sometimes, you know, it's great because everyone sees all the successful stuff, but sometimes behind the scenes, there's, there's a lot mm -hmm. of this going on. And I, I think, um, I think it's quite important to talk about and I guess for other entrepreneurs or people who you know want to get into that kind of uh lifestyle or you know the the feeling that way um it seems like there's a lot of us out there mm. and which is sad but on the other hand I think it's quite inspiring to think you know what regardless yeah I think maybe it's just sort of an unsettled thing I think maybe that's something I've, I've maybe felt until I became self-employed throughout my entire career as, as a sense of being maybe slightly unsettled um, and lacking yeah. control. And maybe that is something that maybe I could have acknowledged earlier is actually I really like to sort of be in control of my own fate and my own working day, actually. Um, but it, it's been something maybe as I've got older, I've become more aware that that is what makes, it's one of the things that makes me unhappy and contributes to that, that mental health issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess as well, because I think me personally, I got, and I think everyone has, we have this need to give. And sometimes mm. with, by doing it in your own way, you can really fulfill, you're smiling. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Even like in jobs that I've hated, I've ended up like working late and going yeah. like above and beyond and, and all the while sort of resenting it actually, but, yeah. but doing it and going above and beyond because you want to do a good job. You want to, to give people the best value for money and, and things like that, but then to have it not appreciated you know it becomes quite hard to take yeah so when you took that step um of right I'm handing my notes in had you <laughs> an idea you obviously must have had an idea for the business but you know <laughs> had you the, the method marketing name is it did that come later how did this uh, all evolve from that day like yeah i had an idea 
Um, yeah. And I was going to be called Myrtle Marketing, but then I realized it was probably going to be quite difficult to spell. Um, it's not necessarily an easy word for, for, for people. Um, and it sort of came to me during my notice period. So I had a, a month long notice period and it sort of came to me. I was like, actually, for me, a lot of it is about the doing of, of marketing and and the, the practice of putting strategy into action and, and that kind of thing. So actually method became kind of... Uh, it just became synonymous and we were just like, right, that's it. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to call it. Um, but I didn't have any clients, but it's funny. I, I know it sounds maybe a bit woo-woo, but the day I resigned, I bumped into someone that I hadn't seen for two years because I used to freelance for them. And literally I was walking to the gym on the day I resigned and he was standing outside the gym or like walking past the gym. He was like, oh, how are you? And I was like, oh, good. I just handed my notice in. And he went, oh, that's handy. Do you want to come in for a meeting next week? Because we've got loads of work that needs doing. And I was uh-huh. like, Brilliant. The universe yeah. has given me a sign that this is totally the right thing. Yeah. Um, so, right. yeah. Every entrepreneur says, this sounds a bit woo-woo, but I think we all are. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, I just, if I ever needed a sign that I was doing the right thing, like bumping yeah. into him was literally the sign that this was totally the right um, course of action. No, that's really interesting. Um, I'm going to go off subjects a little bit because mm. um, I think it was, in, um, it was a room on Clubhouse beginning of the year when it was you know really crazy in there mm. um and there were some real successful entrepreneurs and they all talked about obviously law of attraction you know knowing what you want and i think it's getting all those things and balancing them um, all together mm. and, I, and i guess you bumped into someone the woo-woo part but then there's the right this is all happening right now and uh it all does come together doesn't it mm. and this is again like it's not necessarily something I even want to admit. But um, so I read The Secret um about six months after starting my business, and the cynic in me was going, "Yeah, but it doesn't really work. It doesn't, yeah." But Joe, you know let's just try it. Let's think about what you want to happen. Mm-hmm. And I got onto a mentoring course, which really helped me. Like just after that, um, and that's you know, in the last couple of years, my business has grown so much, and I think. Um, a positive outlook and visualizing what it is that I want has, has actually made a huge difference. Now, I don't know if it's the universe aligning or if it's just that I'm more open to opportunity. I don't know, but it has, it seems to be working. So I'm not going to knock it, even if it is well. I think it's all those things personally. I think it's, yeah. I, I, it, it's a balance of everything just from my own experience. Um, it, um, yeah. The, the right people seem to come at the very right time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And because you got the vision, it's like almost, it is that it, it, you're just pulling them in. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, what's it, the thing on Star Wars anyway? I'll shut up about that. <laughs> the track. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, like a magnet as well. It, it just mm. it pulls them in. And um, it, it's crazy, isn't it? Because you think, like, you have that initial thought, right? I'm going to do this. Um, and a year down the line, you find you're doing stuff that you probably would never have. Someone told you like, a year ago, mm. you're not. <laughs> so yeah. you got your own podcast. Was that, I think you said um, before we came on, that that was something you wanted to do was that prior to your business or? No, it was, I think the two, me sort of starting my own business sort of came around the time that podcasts started to become more and more popular and they were gaining traction. I was listening to quite a few when I was out for runs or like, walking to, to work and things like that. So I was sort of enjoying a lot of podcasts. And I think I just mentioned it in passing. I was like, it could be great marketing to my mentor. I said to her, I think it'd be great marketing. I kind of want to do it. And she went, well, why aren't you? And I was like, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I just not. Um, and she went, well, if you really want to do it and it's something you think you, you're going to do, then, well, 
by the next time I want you to have set out, set out a plan and maybe even recorded your first one by the next time we meet um, and I always like a challenge and I like to be given a deadline. So I went away and, and started um, content conversations where I chat to sort of marketing managers in other in businesses or agencies or other freelancers to find out what they're doing and, and what they're what they're enjoying, what they they think the opportunities are. Um, and it's just a really actually I really enjoy chatting to people about what they're doing. And I feel like I learned something and hopefully my listeners learn something, too. So, yeah, it's actually been a really great learning curve for me as well, learning to edit sound. It's been fun. <laughs> I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, admittedly, it's not like, you know, playing around in garage band, but, you know, learning to the oh, rudimental no. uh, elements of, of sound editing. It's quite good fun. I le- I've learned something new. No, and I think, yeah, I guess um, it, it just opens up more more doors and, and it, mm. it's, it's a win-win because like, you, you've got new people come on a show, a bit like now, this is a win-win situation for both of us. Mm. Um, and obviously, um marketing is so important right um mm. i've uh, i've had i've been in different discussions on you know sales marketing are they the same they different how do you view it they're different actually it's funny there was um a chat going around i can't remember where i saw it. maybe it's a facebook group about the difference between sales and marketing and i think a lot of the time is marketing is talking to lots of people and, and, a, and a wide audience and sales is talking to one person so ideally you know you should be talking to as many people as possible in marketing to get them to that one person one-on-one conversation that gets them to convert to sales it's how yeah. i would look at it so it's the top part of the funnel right? yeah top part of the funnel yeah um did you find um like i've heard stories in the past where people maybe businesses are um trying to make budget cuts mm. and do you find that they take the budget on the they take away the marketing it doesn't seem it doesn't seem the right thing to do but no and actually i've been pleasantly surprised so before we came on this call i was saying to you actually i thought during the pandemic and then sort of ensuing economic um situations that businesses would would cut their marketing actually i've been pleasantly surprised that actually most businesses that i know and that i work with haven't um really made much in the many cuts in the way of marketing if anything a lot of them have actually invested more which i think is the sensible thing to do because if you suddenly stop marketing then a year down the line when the pandemic's over no one's going to remember who you are yeah. so actually you're better off to continue drip feeding and i think the businesses that that will do the best and that will survive are the ones that are still visible, still talking to their audiences, still maintaining relationships with their existing clients in order to come through the other side and and pick up in yeah. this new normal, whatever that looks like. Yeah, when, <laughs> so hopefully. Yeah. Um, um, I guess, what would you say to anyone that's maybe, I come across a lot of startups uh, or um, people at the beginning of their journey. Mm. I, I uh, All I knew was, I used to be an engineer, then I changed to my career to teaching martial arts and had to, what's marketing? What's <laughs> mm-hmm. Told me about this, and there was no Facebook there, uh, <laughs> um, so we had to just go out in the street and talk to people <laughs> and annoy them. <laughs> but obviously, as things um, developed, I think, uh, say, as a plumber or something like that, or mm-hmm. a bricky, or anyone just starting out on something. Um, what's the best piece of advice you can say in terms of, uh, right, do this for marketing? My biggest thing is always think about the audience. You know, what is it that your audience wants? Then from there, you can, it will guide your marketing. So if you know sort of roughly who they are and what their core challenges are, 
then you can think about how you fit in with their core challenges and help them overcome them. That should then dictate sort of your messaging through your marketing. It should all come back to that core audience um, challenge or desire. Yeah. And I guess then you don't have to sell. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the content that you create um, is relevant to, to, to their challenges, how you can help them overcome their challenges or, you know, any advertising you do, you, you know, you target it to, to really speak to their their challenges. So, yeah. Um, and, and it will, you know, it will be it will be true. And if you don't know, ask them, yeah. you know, if you think you know who your core audience is or you've got some clients, go and ask them, you know, what is it you find most frustrating about plumbing, for instance? What is it that holds you back from booking a plumber or you know, what is it you want to know about booking a plumber? You know, try and find out and, and maybe ask on some Facebook groups. Actually, if you haven't, if you're thinking about just starting up, if you are completely a startup, you know, Facebook's a great place to go and ask. Get in yeah, a group and ask people. We're lucky now, really. We can ask we are. platform. So, um, no, that's brilliant. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> I was going to just go ask something else. I, um, I was kind of thinking about, um, well, actually, it's more around the title that I, I kind of took bits from your website so mm -hmm. methods that drive results and mm -hmm. it i caught uh, a part of it you know on it must have been a quote it was on your your website and it, it did make me think so i thought right i like this method okay so um i'm sure it it's like a subject that can go off in different directions mm -hmm. so in terms for let's have a bit of plug on um, method marketing yeah so Thank what you. are the methods that you guys use that you know can drive the results and um... I'm uh, I'm actually a really big believer in in research so sort of understanding your where you are right now to develop a strategy so you know what's the landscape that you're working what what is your audience wants what are your competitors doing what is it you're really good at like taking a real audit of, of where you are right now and what makes you different and what your objectives are. So having a really good baseline uh, for what you would want to treat to, de to develop a good strategy, I would say. And then having a strategy means you can maximize your sort of revenue, your investment, um, so that you, you can reach as many people as possible and convert as many of those people as possible. Without doing all that initial work, you're not gonna necessarily, if you're just going on a, off on a scattergun and you're like putting a bit on Facebook over here, bit in your blog over here, bit on Instagram over there, you might not necessarily be reaching the people you want to reach or not reaching them consistently enough. So having a strategy where you really focus on what it is you want to do, what your audience wants, and having that as a starting point. But then also the other end of the process is looking at your results and going, what worked, what didn't? What can we do to, to improve that next time? You know, did, did people click through their e on their email? If they didn't, could it be that the subject line needs to change? So always sort of coming back to and looping back around to the beginning. It's just... Because I know marketing has a bit of um, a reputation for being a bit fluffy and a bit ethereal and a bit sort of hard to, to grasp sometimes when, when people say, you know, especially with print, or, you know, you can't measure it. Well, there are things you you can do. So, you know, maybe unique URLs or campaign tracking or unique phone numbers and things like that that you can you can really look at. Well, actually, we had, you know, 15 phone calls as a result of this ad and they all, you know, half of them converted. Well, then maybe that's worth it. Let's do that again. Or, you know, and then slightly tweak what the call to action is so and then looping back around to your strategy doing a new strategy or updating it and starting over and looping back around it's like making a perfect cake really isn't it it's just getting the ingredients <laughs> ingredients right for it i love a good cake <laughs> <laughs> um, so obviously we're going to talk about mindset again mm -hmm. now um and, and i really love what you just said because it, it's important for marketing and it's obviously important for business and mm. 
people listen and watch um, uh, the, the show that you know they're quite happy they don't want to be in the business but they're here for the mindset and all the mental health mm -hmm. benefit but the first thing you said was take an audit mm -hmm. yeah so important yeah. in your life and in your work and, and is that something obviously you did that going mm -hmm. back to two maybe three years ago and you mm -hmm. took that and then you took the, the, the you know those next steps do you um like is that something you still do maybe not consciously sit down right let's audit where i am right now mm -hmm. but is it is it become because if you're reading things like the secret so i imagine you've kind of been into a lot of other things mm -hmm. uh, you know personal development and things like that so is that something you kind of you know do as part of your personal journey and your business journey yeah, I um, personally, I think it's really good for me to I think for my mental health is to just sort of assess, especially if I'm feeling so at the moment, I'm very, very busy and feeling I have been feeling quite tense. Um, and it is, it is because I know that I'm really busy. So what is it that I can do to to manage that? So, you know, meditate, do more exercise. Exercise is such a great um, stress reliever for me. Um, so go out for a run or, you know, eat differently. You know, it's it's really just you know every now and again just checking in maybe once a week especially if I am feeling a bit tense and, and uptight it's just take an audit of that and then work out what the cause is and how I can manage that root cause as well so we were saying before is for me it'd be taking someone on who can help me manage the workload so I can delegate some of it so that's sort of the next step for me um but it might be that I need to book some time off something like that so again I think the pandemic's been bad for a lot of people for not actually especially entrepreneurs who run their own businesses not taking time off because you're like, well I can't go anywhere I can't do anything I might as well work but actually you know it gets to June and you're halfway through the year and you haven't actually had a break so for me that's something that I know that I need to do is say right I'm going to take a week off in a couple of weeks um so yeah that there is a real element of being mindful and, and being sort of conscious of thought patterns and, and that kind of thing and, and energy yeah and in my business, actually, I do, I schedule it. I love a to-do list. And I actually um, have it like as a recurring task for me, for my businesses to go back and go, right, so how am I doing against my objectives? Are they still the right objectives? Is this still what I want to be doing? Um, do I update them? You know, and, and just taking stock of where I am and, and also my achievements. So I also have a, a note in my diary to say, right, actually look back and think about what you, you've achieved and make sure that you actually acknowledge it and you know celebrate it even if all you do is have a little bit of a cake or something you know just a little like reward to say well done you and I pat myself on the back and remind myself because I'm not very good at doing that typically I, I think a lot of us are I I was used to feel that I was a big head if I talked about you know how mm. well we feel and especially on social media um but now I realize it's, it is very important to look back down the mountain um mm -hmm celebrate some of those wins you know we've, we've had some nice ones um i think this week and the week before so it was it was nice to just put that out there mm. mentally i wasn't feeling that great it wasn't 100 percent, but it mm. it kind of just helped you know move that edge off a little bit i guess so yeah i think that's really important um and do you feel that um i mean i feel where i've been through depression myself that mm. i'm more, much much more aware of when hey, this is creeping up on me now right this is my body now saying stop today mm -hmm. nothing to do <laughs> just chill out or go and you know go for a walk or whatever do you do you find out as well i do yeah i'm getting better at it i think the older i get the more i am aware of the signs in my body so you know if i'm constantly tired 
I think, you know, I know that that's coming or, you know, maybe don't have two glasses of wine, maybe only have one glass of wine because, you know, it, it does tend to have a, a negative effect on me. Just even like a small amount of wine can be kind of a depressant for me. Um, so like being aware of that and knowing just, just to give myself some slack, I think a lot of the time, it's just yeah. to go actually, yeah, like you say, like, okay, it's not, there's time to stop work now. Yeah. You know, take, take an afternoon off or something. No, definitely. And I know going back to what you said about with, um, you know, the methods you guys use for your marketing so mm. and you audit, um, obviously you do whatever you're going to do. So you have a goal, set your target. Um, and I guess there's a lot of tweaking. Mm. Yeah. So it doesn't work. Um, it's pretty much right. What do we do about that? <laughs> yeah. And that's it. it is, it is about, for me, it's about being conscious and, and sometimes it's said a lot about being in the moment and going actually is this really working and is it something that I want to do again you know even if it is an achievement and it's great that I've done it is it something that I want to do again or is it something that actually maybe I, I don't want to do anymore um and and stop 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 offering that service potentially you know it's it's and actually that for me is it's difficult because just because I'm doing something I have to sort of remind myself that you don't it doesn't have to be that way you can you're your own boss you can change things no, definitely. And, and it is our, our life is a business at the end of the day. Um, mm -hmm. I think really it would have been nice to have a bit more of that in schools when I was younger, but yeah. you know, this is how it is. So, um, and I guess, I don't know if you found the same, um, like for me, it was, hey, you got to get a career and get a good career and stay in there and get, make sure mm -hmm. you get pension, you get health benefits and just stay there and you'll be okay and you must do this, mm -hmm. you must do that. So it was quite a big decision to, to make that step, really. Yeah, I think, yeah, my, I think my parents are always super supportive, but I think I'm the only person in my family or one of few people in my family who run their own business. So I think it was a bit of a a surprise. And, and I think there's a bit of concern, like you say, is, mm -hmm. you know, what are you can do about pension? What about when you want to go on holiday? Um, mm -hmm. So it is, it's a, a learning curve, but it's, it's great to be surrounded by people who sort of share your experiences so I'm lucky enough to have been involved um in some in the mentoring program run by Bird Soup who um do lots of women in leadership events across the UK um and it's great just to chat to people who are ha have been in a similar situation or are in a similar situation or feel the same way it just helps to put some of those things in perspective and, and ask for advice actually you know it doesn't hurt to ask for advice from people no I agree with that one um actually do, do you find so if um if you're taking a different direction, it might have been, you know, even going back to this, because uh, mm. I think I have to be quite careful. I have to be careful how I say it because I don't want to offend anyone, but I have to be quite careful who I'm talking to about the entrepreneurial things that I want to do because if someone doesn't get it, it's what, hey, my fear is they're going to say something uh, negative and I'll do it anyway, mm. but don't want that in my head I don't know if that yeah. makes sense yeah it totally does um yeah. it's it's sort of protection you know you don't want mm. if you've got this idea in your head you don't want it necessarily tainted if there's mm -hmm. someone if you if you sense that someone isn't going to get it or might be negative about it so yeah, yeah I totally get that that's it can be yeah it, it can because I think there's a chance that I would have stayed in employment um yeah. forever um, but actually it was on one of these bird soup workshopping events that I actually, the, the penny dropped and I'd been thinking about it, but almost sort of subconsciously that I was happier when I was working for myself. And then the penny dropped and I went, 
uh, I need to resign. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it wasn't immediate. And I, and, yeah, I worked out a plan and things like that. And, and it was subconscious, but it was being around other people who were sort of in similar situations or in leadership positions and speaking to these other women and going, yeah, no, that, that was when I was happy. That's what I need to do. Yeah. And do you feel, um, like I think you've pretty much already said it with the podcasting, but mm. you take that step and you don't know it all, do you? No, God, you never know. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> I know. Actually, there were, there were things like, you know, people saying to me, what are you going to do about your accounts, your tax? I was like, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and actually, I've got accountants, so they figure it out for me now. Um, there were some things I'm, I'm not going to do. No, yeah, and I kind of that's, that's kind of what I mean. I have to be a bit careful because people want to ask questions, which is good, mm. but sometimes I feel like I I try and ask the right question, and it's more mm. you know, what if this. I don't want to ask what if this happens. It's more like well, what if it works? So I can't do accounts, like you said. Well, I get an accountant. Yeah. So a lot of things. Do you, do you find you you kind of take that step and you learn along the way, and mm. you just like things fall into place anyway it's like why do I do this well even if they don't fall into place then I've learned something yeah you know it's um but yeah I think not to do it isn't it sorry Lucy exactly it is that that um I can't remember who said who said it now but you know I've not found a thousand I found one way that works and a thousand ways that didn't oh yeah it's Edison and it's like the only way you're going to learn is a lot of the time is by doing and I think I am I learn by doing yes I'll you know read the instructions but actually for me, it sticks if I'm I'm doing it. And my accounts is something that maybe I think I went, actually, I need to focus on doing my business. The amount of time it's going to take me to do my accounts, mm-hmm. I could be doing something more productive with my time. Um, so I'm going to use an accountant and figuring it out and going, actually, you know, tearing my hair out, the, like the fifth question on the HMRC self-service form and going, I just need an accountant. Like having tried it, I know that I don't need to do this. I'm just going to find someone else who knows what they're doing and not do it. Yeah. I think sometimes it, it was the cost at the beginning. I looked, oh, no, I wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to afford that. I can do this. This is easy. Yeah. I, I can just photo a receipt, and but it's not like that. So, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, someone once described it, when you start out, you're wearing all these different hats, and then you take it. This is why I got no mm-hmm. hair. Uh, so <laughs> and you take that hat <laughs> off and pass it on until you're able to you know, go on to the next one. But um, yeah. so in terms of what you guys are doing, um, so do you – look after the marketing for a business or are you kind of coaching and guiding people or is it a bit of both? Yeah, so it's a bit of both. So um, a couple of my clients, I'm sort of effectively their retained marketing manager. So I'll sort of advise them on what they think they should do, do some of the deliverables as well um, and, and advise and provide consultancy sort of that way. Um, others, I do a project by project. So uh, a company will come to me and say, we need X doing, can you do it? Um, and then others, you know, I, I might do some training and some workshopping and and help people to learn sort of what the best thing to do is along um, and, and provide them support as and when they need it and help their teams to to develop in that way. No, so it's a nice mix. Yeah, no, it is definitely. Uh, I know you're quite a big advocate for women in business and that's mm. a lot about your mentorship. Um, and I think um, I, I think that's so important. And I know we talked a little bit off air about that and you actually opened my eyes to a few things. Um, and what would you su- suggest to um, maybe someone that was in your position as a, you know, to another female or, or anyone, but, you know, let's, no, let's talk about for a female that's hmm. feeling whatever. I think it's a hard decision if you are thinking about um, going self-employed, especially if, um, so I'm sort of, 
mid thirties, or you know, you might have family and children, so it might be you know difficult. You might need to sort of make a better plan, um, sort of a long term plan. Um, but I'd say speak to people. Like if you can find other people who you look up to. Um, you know, and, and ask them about how they manage it and ask them lots of questions and, you know, take them for a coffee or something. I think, and that's certainly something that has helped me along the way is having someone that I can speak to, bounce ideas off, get support. So as I say, finding my mentor was was fantastic um, because she was just, she actually led me to a lot of answers that um, I was maybe looking for. She didn't actually tell me what to do, but she sort of led me to the point where I was like, oh yeah, okay, I can see that I need to do this. Um, and then it really helped me grow. So I, I'd say either, you know, find someone you look up to and ask them to, you know, lots of questions. Or if you can, you know, find a coach or a mentor and formalize it because it's just it's so helpful to have that that person that you can turn to. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that, actually. And the, the thing is, there's so many different mentors out there now. Mm. And, and even if they're not, I, I'd say most people I come across in business, they, they we all just want to help. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. You know, rising tide raises all ships it, it it's good for everybody it's good for the economy it's good for the country and mm. um you know it's really important so now that's, that's great advice and i think we kind of touched it on it earlier this this you were so lucky with social media uh and it can be a bit of the devil for some i know but mm. <laughs> but there there's so many different groups to yeah like you said to, you can get in and surrounding yourself um I, I started on a, um, I joined a mastermind last year and it was literally like going back to school. Do you know when you, you gone up from juniors to high school and like, yeah. <laughs> you. Um, it's good. You have that inspiration. You can be around people who, as you say, like lift you up with them, you know, mm-hmm. you hear their stories and, and you're, you're just brought along with it and you go away and you go, yes, I can do what I want to do. I can do what I set my mind to and I can hit those. It just, it's really nice to be around people who have that effect on you. No, definitely, and 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 I think that's when things uh, come along, and it's like, I hadn't thought of doing that. I'm going to do that now. Mm-hmm. And you take a little bit of a change of direction, but you're still on course for a bit like what you said at the beginning. As a, a girl, you always wanted to be an editor of a magazine, so you set yourself your heights on your sights on something you know really high, mm-hmm. really you know it was going to mean so much to you, and and actually you've gone beyond that that vision, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, it might have sidetracked a bit, but it's still, you know, well, that's it. Yeah, I always wanted to, you know, be a magazine editor, and then actually going at well, what happens now? You know, I'm an, an editor in a shrinking industry as well. Um, what next? Um, and moving sideways into content marketing, where there's a bit more opportunity, um, which is and, and variety actually. And there's also no reason why I can't do that again you know there's no reason why i can't launch a magazine as an agency you know it's there's still an opportunity that's there but you know you, you go off in different directions and actually sometimes it's nice to do that and and you don't necessarily know where you're quite going to end up you know running my own company but it's brilliant and i wouldn't have it any other way no definitely and, and i guess one of the words of the the, the last year is pivot so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you'd have had to pivot either way because like you said i guess yeah. like, it's everything's online now everything's digital mm-hmm. that's the way it is so although i am hopeful that there might be a return to print because actually i think there's something special about print and um during i get um national geographic traveler and while sometimes it was a bit of a kick in the teeth during lockdown because i couldn't go anywhere it was really nice to get that through the door and that like physical thing and step away from my screen and, and read something in physical format so you know i i do i think there's still a place for high-end print fingers yeah. crossed yeah, fingers crossed. Well, they should be really because I think you just said it there 
getting away from the screen um mm. it's obviously not good always having that light shining in your face um mm. no well lucy thank you so much um some really in insightful stuff there um and you, you said your podcast is seasonal so is that mm. is running at the moment like when does it break how does it work uh, it's not so i've started it uh in the winter like, of 2019 so autumn winter um and i did it again sort of autumn winter uh into 2020 what year are we in i can't remember um oh, yeah. <laughs> i've lost all track <laughs> um so i'm gonna it's get my way that... your memory by the way <laughs> i know i know that 2020 happened i just don't remember any of it um <laughs> it all just felt like one long day oh. uh, <laughs> um but yeah, so get my wedding out of the way, um, and then I'll I'll, I'll resume it uh, autumn winter this year. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to speaking to people and finding out how they how how the marketing and their businesses are going once we start returning to normal. I think it'll be really interesting to see how things now develop and change for us individually and and for businesses. No, oh, definitely. I think um, I, I've. I've loads of people have pivoted and I think that mm. there's been some really interesting develops because uh like, like for me we had to close just got backed into mm. a corner so well there's only one way to go in a corner isn't it? it's forward so we just got mm -hmm. you know out you know don't get me wrong it's, it's taken a hit but uh, I'm we're looking forward to tomorrow we're going to be back mm. open properly rather than like half a little bit and um no I think I think I think it's going to be some really interesting um, success stories that will come out of this, and you know, and I know a lot of people have not not been so um, fortunate, mm. but I, I hope from some, you know this this show this evening that, that there is always hope, isn't there? Really, mm. no matter where you're feeling, there's there's a way forward. Um, you've started a business up in depression, and then similar mm. um, south, and it's just making that decision and. Um, you find the answers along the way you don't need to know it yeah all. yeah and that's it is that you know who knows what tomorrow even the next hour is going to bring you know you could end up yeah. having that chance conversation with someone that completely changes everything no 100 100 so when's the big day lucy august 21st oh wow not long. i know it's really short notice we didn't think we we're going to get a date this year because we were meant to get married in italy last year so we obviously oh. we, we cancelled the whole thing because we thought yeah. well, who knows when we're gonna be able to go to italy again yeah. um but yeah we found a, a venue uh in june and they said oh actually we do have one date and it's in august oh. do you want it and we were like okay yeah i guess so yeah oh. so it's soon but i'm um yeah can't wait so that must have been good news that you allowed a few more guests now as it was yeah yeah. And hopefully, I'm hoping that things will be eased again. I mean, depending on what happens, hopefully things will be eased again a bit and we'll be able to have a few more people than that. So, yeah, very much looking forward to, to August. Fingers crossed. Yeah. The universe and the angels and uh, yeah. it will happen. It um, will. <laughs> well, no, good luck and all the best. I, I hope you have, you know, both of you have a wonderful, well, all of you, obviously it's. Thanks parents everyone has a wonderful day but thank you so much for coming on lucy and um, well, thanks for having me it's been great it's no, always as i said great to chat to other people who are sort of inspiring and, and doing great things thank you very much all right thank you everyone i will be back next week with another great guest so enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you then bye bye